Welcome to Colonial Church's Deep Dive series. These sessions are meant to act as a companion to our messages, where we speak to our pastors about what went into the creation of the messages, flesh out some of the larger points, and get insight into what they hope some of the takeaways are, while also getting a preview of what's to come. If you haven't already listened to the companion message, we highly recommend doing so beforehand. Otherwise, we hope you enjoy these and grow in them. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Deep Dive. As always, Chris here, and today I'm joined by Pastor Maddie McClory. What's up, everyone? Good to be here. Yeah, and we also have a special guest with us all the way from the sunny West Coast. Pastor Nathan <laughs> Finocchio is with us today. What is happening, everybody? <laughs> <laughs> we are so stoked that you could join us this morning. You just got done preaching two services, and you were here Friday for a Kingdom Builders dinner. So you've just had a busy weekend, and you've got a master class tonight. I've golfed twice. You've golfed twice. It's been it's been full. It's been yeah, action packed. Action packed. I mean, do you feel like you just need to stay for a little while longer? Is that uh, what you know, I'm to hearing? be honest with you, yeah, I think I actually just extended my trip three by three months. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, my wife wasn't too thrilled when I made that phone call, but you know, Matt's pretty happy. So the hotel just called and said that he booked the suite for three more months. So. Yeah. <laughs> On your um, card, nonetheless, right? On, That's right. Yeah. yeah. On, yeah. I, I approved it. <laughs> All right. Approved. Uh, approved. Just <laughs> just go and write that off. We'll talk to HR and everybody later on. That's the way it should be. Um, okay. Awesome. Well, this morning you preached a message called Take Your Pills. And needless to say, it was pretty awesome. It was pretty amazing. Um, so I have to start by asking you, where was the genesis of this message for you? Because it sounded like there was a lot of research involved because you went over a lot of statistics and some data. For those of you who haven't listened, you need to go back and listen to the message yep. um, to start with. But yeah, I just want to know where this came from for you. Where did where did this one spawn? Yeah, so this one came from um, a the darkest time of my life. Okay. Um, about two and a half years ago, I had like a crazy panic attack. Oh, wow. And it lasted for like 12 hours. Wow. Um, and I, from that moment on, like I, uh, for about six months after the panic attack, um, I developed what's called panic disorder. Mm -hmm. um, and so I had to go see a psychologist and because um, it was like just getting really out of hand. And, um, so I had to go, after the six months of development of panic disorder, I had to um, do about six to eight months of cognitive behavioral therapy with a psychologist. In the middle of my therapy, my wife's grandfather, I call him grandpa as well, he is a counselor. Mm -hmm. And I told him, you know, what was happening with me. I was dealing with anxiety and, and stuff um, and panic disorder and all that. And so he's like, Nathan, I want you to rehearse the benefits, you know, like, and I'm like, oh, okay. And so I began to like, 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 like my life depended on it. In addition to all the other stuff that my psychologist was giving me, um, you know, began to implement this stuff and mm -hmm. it, in it, you know, it, it really works. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's kind of what happened is like is this was this message was a result of about a year of of hell and coming out of it um and just sort of all the things that I've learned on my road to recovery and my journey of um mental health et cetera. Wow. yeah yeah that's um 
you know, what's amazing to me is hearing that story and knowing that you're not alone in that story. Like there are mm. hundreds of people. I mean, even in this congregation this morning, you know, there are people that have gone through the same things yeah. and they're feeling a sense of hopelessness like you were, yeah. you know, and a sense of just overwhelming dread. And yeah. yet you found like we can always do when we turn to God's word, yeah. he has an answer to it. Yeah. And you found your answers in Psalm 103 verses one through 12. Yeah. Um, what was it about this Psalm that reached out to you? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, um, you know, it didn't come, it wasn't that I was doing a, a Bible study and something jumped out. It came through a person. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought, I feel like when I read the scriptures, a lot of times I'm not seeing what I need to see, but like um, the whole I- idea and concept about prophecy and prophetic encouragement is that for some reason we listen when other people talk. Yeah. And so that's, I think, why prophecy in the New Testament in, in a First Corinthians 14 sense is so encouraged by Paul is because, you know, um, because of, of, of how it works. So when it came from my grandfather and I really considered, like when he open, opens his mouth, I'm listening. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like God's talking, you know? So I think that that sort of um, that's probably why it jumped out to me. It jumped yeah. out to me because I do have a bit of a respect and an honor and a reverence, yeah, um, for him and obviously for God's word. So when he, when he's like, you know, do this, I dug into it, yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. then it was kind of a perfect marriage of what I was already going through and learning with my uh, with my 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 counselor or my 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 psychologist. And then, you know, all the research that I was doing. So it was kind of like a perfect, a perfect storm. I was, it's kind of like this. It's like God's word is always there, but sometimes you're not thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and Jesus said, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. Mm-hmm. When I'm thirsty enough, God's word is always there at the right time and, and makes sense for the right time, you know? So I was so thirsty and this was a word that like I desperately needed. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool that that happens and works mm. like that. And I think it's great that you say like sometimes it we it takes people speaking to us for us to listen. You know what I mean? We're not yeah. gonna like listen to ourselves. Yeah. And that even speaks to a point that you brought up today. It's like we don't find ourselves righteous enough. Mm-hmm. We don't. We think ourselves too far gone. Mm-hmm. We think our sins too great. But when someone else speaks prophetically into our lives or speaks hope into our lives or speaks even just a simple truth, Uh we tend to listen. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, I've been telling myself that for years and years. Mm -hmm. But since it was coming from me, I was like, ah, maybe it's just in my head. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you doubt the fact that, hey, the Holy Spirit's speaking through you as well. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter if it's it it seems a little, you know, fuzzy, that's the Holy Spirit. You know, you just have to have the ears to listen and the heart to accept it. Mm -hmm. But when it comes from someone that we trust, Mm someone that we love, someone that we respect, we yeah. don't doubt it. Right. And that's amazing to me, like that we could have so much self-doubt. For sure. You know? Yeah. And that's that's kind of like, like I said, it's kind of the root of what you were talking about today. That's it. Yeah, I, I love that God puts voices in your life and half the time, the I, I feel like half the battle is just realizing and recognizing who they are. Yeah. You know, it puts people in your path. And I mean, that's sort of in a sense what God's done with Nathan at our church is he's put him in our, in our path. 
half of the battle <laughs> is just recognizing that God's done that. Mm. And then once you figure that out, it's so, so easy to lean in. Yeah. Mm. Um, so yeah, but it was a brilliant message. Um, so applicable, just funny. And um, just, yeah, just like, just read your Bibles, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's such a big part of it. It's just like, hey, if you, if you could just meditate on this stuff, um, it will it will change your life. And then obviously, I think a lot of people learned a lot of things today yeah. about subconscious, conscious mind and, um, you know, how we need to, sometimes we need to train ourselves. Yeah. 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 It's kind of amazing. I loved... Um, kind of diving into the message a little bit more when you're talking about the chapter in Genesis kind of being the proto gospel yeah. or the proto evangelion as yeah. you called it. Yeah. Um, the idea, and I've never thought about this and this just shows how someone needs to speak it to you sometimes for you to hear it. Yeah. But like the idea of the fig leaves not being enough to cover our shame. Yeah. And then that proto example of Jesus, you know, uh, as the goat mm-hmm. and and the pure, you, you said it, a sinless goat who had no part in our fall from grace. Yeah. And God's like, no, I'm still going to cover you. Mm-hmm. I'm still, that, that was amazing to me. So like, was that something for you when you were like building this message was, did your mind like instantly go there? Or was that just something that like, yeah, upon research that you just found and like, oh, this works really well. Yeah, for sure. So um, when I had read that book, so the book that I was reading was Jordan Peterson's 12 Rules for Life. Mm-hmm. And so when I read that uh, that uh, chapter on this data, you know, I think that Peterson nailed it, but he just didn't theologically explain it. Yeah, it wasn't coming from a Christian perspective. Totally. And so then I, I, I was, I easily was able to, to supplement that, you yeah. know, like, so it was just like, oh, dude, like, yeah, 100%. We also have an explanation for the reason why we feel so in, incapable and we don't, you know, so it was just easy. And I like, what's the the first, the first gospel, man, is the, the first story is shame. I don't want to take care of myself. I'm, you know, and God has to step in. So as Christians, you know, um, Jordan Peterson's going, um, you know, see yourself as one, someone worth saving. I'm going, that's not going to help. We we literally need God to step in yeah. and we need to receive his righteousness so that then we see ourselves through his eyes and not just through our eyes. You know, like self, the reason why self-help doesn't work is because you can't help yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, I'm you know, pretty like, bad at it most of the time. Totally, yeah. yeah. Like the, the irony of self-help books is just that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> So as Christians, though, we have the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of the gospel story, and it changes, it gives revelation, and it changes. Like, for me, when I get a revelation of something, everything changes. Like, it's like, you can talk about giving money and knowing the principles and da-da-da-da, but when you get a, like, you get a revelation from the Holy Spirit on money, yeah, that, people don't need, they never need to hear another tithing message in the world because they got the revelation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what I'm like. W- my thought was just, man, if people could just get a revelation today that God loves them, their sin is forgiven, 
that's going to be just just right there. And then just a revelation that there's benefits of being in a relationship with God. Yeah. Man, how cool would that be? And how much would that change our inner dialogue and change the way that we feel and think towards other people? You know? Yeah, it's amazing. I love this idea of these, how powerful moments of revelation can be in our lives. Mm. But it also makes me think about how short our memory can be. Mm-hmm. Because and I think you talk about it a little bit in your message. There's a lot of times like the weight of our inequities mm we think it overshadows the righteousness that we have through God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the righteousness that he bestows upon us. But yet we keep coming back to these moments where we're like, we see God's majesty and glory in our lives and his power working in us. But six months down the road, we forget about it because oh, there's the inequities and there's our sin weighing yeah. on us. I'm not worthy of mm-hmm. this. So it just, it reminds me constantly of like, as for me personally, like I always have to keep my focus on a him and mm-hmm. like remind myself that there are those moments and there's going to continue to be those moments. There's more moments to come mm-hmm. where his glory is going to shine on me and his life. And it's constantly shining on me whether right. or not I see it or not. So I wonder if that's something, you know, you speak all over the world and you talk to hundreds of thousands of people a year. Is that just something constantly that you're having to remind people of? It's like, Hey, like, listen, like there's going to be moments yeah. you're going to forget, but yeah. never forget, you know, for sure. I don't think of it as that way. I think of it as if the Lord is bringing me across the world, then I'm going to bring my story. So yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, mm. I don't see myself as solutions to people's problems. No, yeah. I see myself as I want to bring um, what God has done in my life. Yeah. And maybe he will, he'll do it for you too. That's so good. You know what I mean? So yeah. this message for me is like, there's certain life messages that you should, if you speak places, you should bring those messages yeah. to the places that you speak because it's an impartation of what's on you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. this morning uh, I was sitting in the front and I was writing another sermon that I was thinking about speaking just from scratch because I was just thinking about the church, thinking about some things that are happening right now in the church, You know, having conversations with Matt and Jill. My first when I go to places to, to you know, I, I want to serve. Like, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so it's like, I want to serve where they're at. And so I was thinking, okay, I'm going to bring, I was going to actually going to bring something just totally just off the cuff, something fresh. But then I just felt, you know, I want to keep on building rapport with this church and I'm here and I want to bring who I am. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, so that's kind of my, that's, that's why I preached what I preach is because I have a conviction that if the Lord, for whatever reason, has decided to use a loser like me, then I'm going to bring what he's done in me yeah, to yeah. congregations. You know what I mean? Like, and so, yeah, I'm not, I don't, I don't necessarily have a theological or prophetic sense or a pulse on the church going, she needs to know more about, you know, I'm sure that the congregations, you know, know this stuff and this is ABC stuff, but yeah. there's definitely, I feel like maybe an impartation in terms of our expectations, the way that we, you know, sometimes we devalue, we don't understand what a conscious program versus a subconscious program is. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, man, you're in a bat, you're in a fight for your life right now. Yeah. You know, you can't take days off. You're always being shaped. Yeah. So you be the shaper. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so that's kind of definitely my emphasis here. Yeah. That's like, I mean, honestly, just hearing, having heard the message now and then hearing where it came from from you, it's even more. I think powerful for me. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm really excited about people to hear this cool. is now because like you are a member of our family. Yeah. Like that's not just something Matt says, like sure. we all look forward to you coming. We're super excited. And you just 
we hope you feel at home because we feel at home when you're here. For sure. So now for the, you know, the people of our family to hear that, no, this isn't just something that Nate wrote yeah. off the cuff. You yeah. know what I mean? Like this is actually something that he experienced mm-hmm. and this is what he went through because I can guarantee there's 10, 15 people that have gone through very similar things out there yeah. who haven't had the voice or the encouragement that you had. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And this is going to act for them. Mm. And that to, that's what gets me excited about these true like God moments in our lives where we can, and just like you said, like bring our experiences to try to help someone, mm. you know, whatever that may be. Like that's what gets me really fired up about the power of the gospel period. But the the power of our serving and our yes and our just wanting to see his kingdom come, you know, Good. so. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, I want to make sure everyone knows as well, you're listening to this. Nathan does have a book that everyone needs to buy. It needs to be on every single person's library. I can vouch um, for that. And so you need to audio book it. You need to e-book it. You need to physical book it. Um, you need to book it to the bookstore. Book it. And get Hearing God, which is Nathan's book. Um and we're going to be talking about that tonight at the masterclass. So um, hopefully if you listen to this, you went to that. If you didn't, you're lost. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just been a great morning in church. It really great has. message. Yeah. yeah. Nathan, I appreciate you being here with us today, man. Thanks, bro. My pleasure. It's a lot of fun. Love you, man. Love you. We hope that you got something from that and it challenges you to grow. Please share it with someone who needs to hear it and reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you and your thoughts on the message and this session. Until next time, God bless.